Okay, so a couple of years down the road, yeah, you enter a contest at your local sandwich shop. What kind of contest? What's the name of the shop? Is this like a, a sandwich shop that I go to regularly? You go there every day. It's called Whoa. Subs for Duds. Subs, F O R or the numeral, the number. Suds for Duds. Yeah. It's tongue in cheek. This doesn't mean a goddamn thing, Pat. So you enter. Uh, they do this thing there where it's like they have like a raffle going. Yeah, I love a raffle. It's the Midwestern part of me. You always have. You uh, <clears throat> The first time you saw it, the raffle, you remembered of like a a raffle that you won when you were uh, <clears throat> six years old. I've never won one shit. Except this one time when you were six years old. Man. You went to a, a fair. They were celebrating the Challenger explosion. Why would they celebrate that, Pat? Why is there... So there's a fair. So there's a group of people who have assembled... To celebrate the Challenger explosion. Well, what happened was... Is there like a ride that's like a Challenger themed? There was one, but they realized it was kind of in poor taste. <laughs> what, basically... What, what was it? What ha- it was a, um, a... It's exactly what you think it is. It's basically like a roller coaster of a... Uh, sp- of a you know, like a, like a spacecraft or whatever. Yeah. That crashes. How do they crash it? It only works once. So they build it and they use it one time? But see, what happened was... One time... That seems so economically irresponsible. It's not the best planning. What happened was they were celebrating like the Challenger like launching off into space and stuff. That's but then it not exploded. The part- and then they were like, well, like, well, we're not going to get our deposit back if we don't do the fair. So they do it. People are a, a little offended. I, I can 100% see that happening. Yeah. You uh, remember that you... uh. We're kind of walking around, you know, and you saw this guy doing a raffle. Yeah. He was a tall, thin man with no hair. He was like 10 feet tall. I'm not talking to a 10 foot His tall His arms were like, you know, seven feet tall. That's going to be fucking Long. terrifying, Pat. Yeah. I'm not going to take time to enter a raffle to a man like that. I'm sorry. I'd be terrified. But yeah, but you I'm were human. Uh, you were running from some bullies. So I'm going to stop and fill out a fucking raffle. What happened was like he was inside this tent. So you just like, like basically these, these guys were chasing you. There's a guy. Why are guys Spike, chasing me? His name was Spike McDraw. And then in the, he had the, his gang was called the McDraw kids. That's fucking sucks. And he would shout and he go, Hey, I'm McDraw. And then all the, all the kids go, psh, psh, psh. they pretend to like shoot guns. Why? Why is he chasing me? She doesn't like your attitude. I'm not going to fucking run. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not I'm, that's, like, I'm going to get my ass kicked. I'm just going to accept it. I'm you say that to yourself anywhere. as you're running and you're like, I'm just going to accept what's, what's about to happen. With your last of your strength, you dive into that uh, tent and that tall, the tall, thin man with no hair thin man was in there and he goes, uh, he's terrifying. Yeah. He I'm goes, sorry. He goes, hello, Aaron. How does he know my name? He goes, I'm the man who never was. How the fuck do you know my name? He hands you your raffle ticket. The number is 6664269. You end up winning. Yeah. Um, you end up winning a, uh, a monkey's paw. Great. This is wonderful. You don't have much of memory of what happens 
past that. Oh, so cool. anyway, that was the one time that you had won a raffle and you kind of like remember that <clears throat> and you're like, uh, all right, well, I'm going to you know enter this raffle, whatever. At subs for duds. What what is it? What is it? How much is it? How much um, am I spending? You don't know what it what's for because when you went in to get the the ticket, um, they were like super busy. You know what I mean? And so you were like, "Hey, what is this for?" And like the people behind the counter were like, "Just shut up and order, fuck face, you stupid bitch." What? Why yeah. are they so mean? Because it's so busy, dude. And you're and you're asking about like raffles and stuff. Well, he needs to fucking calm down. You're the, you're you're this cook in the back. Be like, is that fucking Brooks? How do they know who I am? You come. You go there all the time. Oh fuck you. Yeah. They should be happy to see me. I'm a nice guy. Yeah. I tip well. You know, at that point, sure. They were fucking slammed, dude. I'm I'm gonna order a fucking sandwich. And the tall, thin man with no hair gave me a fucking raffle ticket with an ironic number on it. What the fuck is wrong? Well, that was just a memory that you had. So basically, God um, damn, and everything's blending together. So you grab the uh, the ticket and stuff. You don't really think much of it. Uh, the ticket number is. Six 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 four two zero six nine. No, this is a different one. How many tickets are there? So, um, this is like years later. How many tickets do I acquire? Um, you just grab one. You don't really think much of it. My God, the the, the number is um seven 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 five thirty one seventy. So you kind of forget that it, it never happened. And then uh, a couple of days later, whatever, you go back to the sandwich shop. There's like no one there. You walk in. They're like, Aaron. They go, you won. What the fuck did I win? They go, you're the newest member of the Beastie Boys. Man, no. They'll give that to somebody who wants it. What a great thrill that could be for somebody. I'm just not that dude. It's cool. On the Don't back get me of, wrong. It's cool. Yeah. But that, you know, there's got to be somebody out there who would appreciate that so much more than I would. On the back of the ticket, it says non-transferable, and oh, there's great. a drawing of a gun. Great. And so the BC boys are there, like, waiting for you. They're like, congrats. You've, you win. You won the golden ticket. What the fuck Metaphorically, of course. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't just a standard raffle. Yeah, standard ticket. So they're basically going to tell you that they're like, so basically you're going to be the third member of the Beastie Boys. Uh, you're going to like sing a little bit. Um, we'll write you some raps for you to do. You'll do a little bit of like dancing. No. Carry this our is, luggage. This is not a life I want. This is not a life I want. I don't <laughs> what do you want to be the third Beastie Boy. I don't want this. They uh, schedule uh, a photo uh, session of you like eating a turkey club. No, I'm and not. You're, and you're called the beast that feasts. That fucking no, I'm not. That's doing your rap that. name. I'm not. No, I'm gonna say no. Thank you. This sounds like a humiliating life. No thanks. Give it to somebody who could, who's good at this, or who wants to do it. Yeah, somebody who would appreciate it. They go, well, Aaron, I guess if you don't want it, we can't force you to do it. Yeah, great. You get your order. You decide to get it to go. You feel kind of awkward. You leave with your uh, sub. You walk out and close the door. They, The Beastie Boys, the remaining surviving ones, uh, kill themselves. Jesus Christ, Pat. They shoot themselves in the head in the middle of subs for duds. Wait, do they shoot their own heads or the other guy's head? No, they, they both commit suicide. That's... 
but they're standing so perfectly in line with one another Pant. that they, uh, they shoot each other like through the head or whatever. They shoot themselves with the head and the bullets actually like hit each other inside their brain and it causes this big fucking mess. I'm not going to get into is, the details, but. This is so gross. Yeah. Well, you I mean you turn them down and cause their death, but. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So you're like uh, walking home. You're like, that, that was fucking sucks. Yeah, that was fucking weird. And um, you walk upstairs. Uh, I just she, walk home after that. Well, yeah. I don't stay covered in horror in their own blood. You no, know, you didn't like, realize that they uh, had killed themselves, so you didn't even you didn't even hear anything. You put on some headphones when you walked out. What was I listening to on the headphones? Buck played by Bach. Bach. Yeah, I was listening. They to- found uh, they found recordings of <laughs> Bach actually playing his own. Music. Oh, did they did? Yeah, they're like we don't know how the fuck this happened. The Lionel okay. Corporation. They were doing uh, like this dig. They were trying to find. Uh, all they would tell people is that they were trying to find the real Garden of Eden. And uh, basically, they ended up finding that, and they were like, "Holy shit!" It's just Bach playing it. Bach, and like they, they're not sure how it, you know, how it all works. But you're, so you're kind of uh, listening to it, and you're you're pretty into it, man. Yeah, you think to yourself, "Wow, that fucker could write," as those the blood just goes flying everywhere behind you. So you end up going home. Nobody stops me. No, everyone runs like, towards the the shop to help. You're the only one who doesn't. I got headphones in. I'm listening to Bach. I don't know what's going on. Sure, I'm not turning around. And wistfully looking at the sandwich restaurant. I'm leaving. I'm getting the fuck out of there to go home and eat my sandwich. But uh, a photo of you is on like the, the front page of the, the newspaper. Yeah. Tomorrow Why? next day. It just says Bach Jock lets bodies rot. Oh, man. That's so bad. Then underneath it, they say fuck this guy. They say fuck. It's not censored. Bach Jock? That's not. I'm Leaves bodies to rot. <laughs> fuck this guy. I'm the fattest guy they've ever had on their front page. You know what I mean? I'm like the last person they're going to call a jock. Yeah. Well, you know, I guess it was sort of a slow news day or whatever. So um, basically, uh, what ends up happening is, you know, you walk home. You're like, ah, what a day, you know? What a day. I'm just being harassed in my local newspaper on the front page. You uh, get home. I had no idea that a tragedy occurred. And I'm somehow to blame for it. You go to your uh, the apartment that you're staying at, and um, it's weird because on top of the uh, the doorknob is the shiniest quarter you've ever seen in your fucking life. For a second, it almost like hurts to look at it. Like it's so beautiful, though. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's Why so beautiful, it hurts you. That's terrifying. Sure, somebody places a quarter. On my doorknob and it balances there. You went to school with the girl who was so pretty that it hurt people's eyes. You kind of like think back to that. Like yeah. several people went to the hospital. Yeah. Nine of them lost their sight forever. You kind of like remember that. Stacy Knob. The third. Stacy Knob the third. She comes from the Knob family. Oh, yeah. They, they invented doorknobs. Are you fucking kidding? They're very wealthy because of this. So yeah. she was like super wealthy and like obviously super beautiful. Like and she was just going to like a fucking at. public school with a poor ass kid like I was. Basically her kid her family were like, look, you know, before this whole doorknob thing, uh doorknob, doorknob thing, we uh you know, we, we had a hand to mouth type of uh situation going and I think it kind of uh helped make us the success story that we are. So that was hundreds of years ago. 
hundreds of years ago. They go, yeah, but it's our blood. So anyway, so she would. Uh, you fucking how much? How much do they get when a doorknob gets? How much does it take for them to make money? Uh, like they get fifty percent of every doorknob sale. Get in America. the fuck out of here! Are you kidding me, dude? That's every doorknob sold ever. Fifty percent, and if they find out that you're like skimming, like that you're not actually like, if you sell a doorknob, you're like, they're not gonna know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the next day, like you wake up and like your knees are broken. Like people don't fuck. You do not fuck with the knob family. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. They get fifty percent of every doorknob. Haven't you globally. wondered where doorknobs come from? Yeah. So um, you're kind of reminded of Stacy Doorknob, and um, as you look at the the uh, Stacy Knob, Stacy Knob, Stacy. Her middle name was Door. Yeah. Oh, her name was Stacy Door Knob the Third. Get the fuck out! Are you kidding me? You son of a bitch. That's, I mean, Stacy Doorknob. I'm just telling you what happens. And like, it's funny because like after they do it, they're like, oh, Doorknob. Huh, that's kind of funny. So um, yeah. you're reminded of that. You look down at the the quarter and it is, it's not quite as shiny as that, the, the initial thing, but it's still pretty, god, pretty goddamn shiny. You know, you look down for a second. You don't see George Washington. You see Stacy Knob. And then uh, you look over where where Yuji says, in God we trust, and it says, you've been chosen. Son of a bitch. Your phone rings. What do you do? I'm terrified right now. I just met a tall, thin man with no hair. But that was a memory from a long time ago. Yeah, but I'm just now remembering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had kind of repressed it. That's probably terrifying. The man who never was. I I just had a strange confrontation with the Beastie Boys. And like, Cosmically, psychically, I just caused the death of them. I don't know it yet, but at some point I'll connect the dots. You know, once I learn what happened just as I walked away. Right. The jock. Once thing. I sat down and looked at Twitter at all. Jock, the Bach jock. I w- it would say Beastie Boys commit suicide after a confrontation with local man. And there's a fucking photograph of me. You know what I mean? My Hashtag Bach Jock uh, trends on Twitter for like a no, day. That fucking sucks so hard. That, that ruins my life. You know? Do you answer the phone? No. I mean, do, do wait, do I know about the Beastie Boys thing? No. Okay. Then yeah, I probably would. You look down and the call idea is just like a blue L. Well, that's frightening too. You answer it. This woman's like, hey, Aaron, this is Carol... Keen. I'm calling from the Landlines Corporation. Carol Keen. We have a. Uh, it's weird to give your last name. Because we got an income earning opportunity to uh, discuss with you. I, I mean, do I have a job at this point? No, you did. But you had to get let go. You were uh, you worked at a butterfly farm called uh, Butterflies and More. Like what? Uh, you guys sold. Uh, pornography <laughs> are you fucking kidding yeah we're a butterfly farm that sells pornography yeah i'm pretty sure we're just a porno store with butterflies the good front. stuff what does that even mean anymore it's 2019 and the internet exists it's like it's like really really rare <sighs> hardcore pornography. this is like a boutique pornography store it's part of it but you know it's mostly butterflies it's a jack shack you uh you got fired. Your uh goal, oh, your goal. Sorry, your um job was to. Uh, you had a butterfly net. You had to like catch butterflies and stuff all day long, and you just couldn't. Like they always were just constantly owning you. <laughs> like they'd set traps for you and stuff. 
Uh, at one the point, butterflies it, were these sentient butterflies. They they were setting traps for me. Yeah, one one time they uh, you had a bucket stuck on your head. How Pat with a B on it for butterfly? They're butterflies. I would check the tapes. The tapes show butterflies just owning the shit out of you. The tapes just show the butterflies rigging a trap where a bucket falls on my head. Yeah, I'm taking that tape and I'm gonna try to sell it to the media. That's funny. Sure. You know what? My life is already ruined. Right. I might as well at least own this thing that might make me a few bucks. Sure. And just really be an asshole. So you're trying to sell that. Uh, so you're, you're kind of in between jobs. You got fired after the whole the unfortunate incident there. So you kind of so could I, it, use it affected some, my real world. Yeah. You could use some the cash. I got fired because of the Beastie Boy thing. Not the Beastie Boy thing. The butterfly thing. The butterfly you thing. sucked at it. But like if they found out. By the Beast Boy thing, they would have definitely fired you for that. That that sucks. That wasn't my fault. I just told them no. Yeah. I'm not responsible for their actions. Sure. I mean, you're not, but tell that to their angry fans. So um, so what, so what do you say? I don't Carol Keene from the Landlines Corporation. I go, what? What do you, what do you want me to do? She goes, we're, tr- uh, we're doing a medical study at the Landlines Corporation. Oh, great. We're trying to cure uh, colorblindness. In cancer patients, so you know they're going through enough. They don't need to suffer anymore. Yeah, well, let's invest in that. Okay. So she's like, so basically, you'd be taking a pill. Just let us know kind of what happens if there's side effects, stuff like that. It's for cancer patients. She's like, yeah, I know. It's a, it's a whole have, thing. I'm, I'm not like like knock on wood, you know. She goes, oh no, I'm, I'm not trying to imply that that you are, Mr. Brooks. But basically, part of uh, our scientific process here is testing it on a, a wide group of people. It sounds like you're going to give me cancer and then try this medicine. She goes, well, no, actually, if you if you take this, you'll never get cancer. And we'll give you 500 bucks. This isn't helping my money situation out that much. $500. Yeah. I don't think I don't think I'm going to go take a weird pill. I don't know. Maybe I would. I mean, you're not necessarily, it's not like you're what are the side effects? in danger of like being kicked out of your apartment or whatever. You have a little bit of money saved up, but you think like you can't really justify like doing anything fun, but you're like, well, this 500 bucks, I could go out and see a movie or, you know, hang out with the fellas or something like that. Yeah. But what, what are the side effects of this pill? She goes, um, you might feel a little drowsy during the day, um, and also, some people have said that their their mouth gets a little dry, so you have to drink a little extra water. She's like that. That's the worst that we've heard. I mean, I don't have any money coming in. I'm probably I'm taking that chance. Yeah, I'll do it. She's like five hundred bucks. The opportunity, to maybe never have cancer again. Yeah, I'll take a I'll take a weird pill for that. She's like, oh, I I really that's that's good. And she goes, all right. Well, we'll be contacting you soon, Mister Brooks. Okay. You open the door to your apartment, and standing there is this guy. What? He uh, he's wearing like a a black suit. Yeah, with an L over the heart. Okay, but his sleeves are like cut off, and he has oh, like a giant fuck. mohawk. No, he's like, "Hello, brov." He's like, "My name's Eddie English." He goes, "You got the pills, love?" He's got a terrible English accent. Oh, it sounds bad. I got to be honest with you. It he hands you uh, like the the pills for the week. Yeah, walks out. It's wait. There's multiple pills. Yeah, you take I a pill you a day. I said it was one pill. No, a pill a day. How long How long is this trial? One week. So you... Um, Man. So what do you do? Do you, take, do you take the first pill? Yeah, probably. 
you take the first pill and like, yeah, your mouth is like a little dry. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much the worst thing that happens to you during the week while you're taking these pills. You're like, okay. But it doesn't increase from that first day or nothing. Okay. What, do, what does anything cool happen? No. You're just sort of like, you don't really feel any different. Okay. And you're like, oh, whatever. And then uh, on the, the seventh day, yeah. you get a phone call. This person's, your phone rings. Yeah. Do you answer? Is it the same L? It's the L. Yeah, I'm probably expecting it at that point. Has there been any like communication in the meantime? No. Yeah, I'm probably expecting it. This guy's like, hello, my name is Michael Marsh, and I'm calling from the Lanolex Corporation. Uh, Carol, unfortunately, is no longer with the company. He's like, so, um, just going to get any feedback from the pills you took. To cure colorblindness and cancer patients. I would tell him what happened. I felt had a little dry mouth, a little drowsy. He's like, and that's it. Yeah. He goes, that's absolutely it. Yeah, as far as I as far as I know, yeah. He's like, all right. Well, Aaron, um, if you check your bank account, I think you'll see that you've got five hundred extra dollars in there. He goes, but it's not extra. It's from us. The agreed upon payment. Yeah. He goes, all right. Well, to toodaloo, toots. He hangs up the phone. You're like, all right, whatever. And you uh, turn your phone off and you yeah. look up and sitting across from you in the bed is a figure. He looks exactly like you. Oh, no. Except he's got like a mustache. It's one single. like God damn it. Thick hair. Piece of hair. Yeah. One hair. One thick piece of hair. Yeah. That and sucks so bad, Pat. You're wearing shorts. He's wearing pants. You're wearing a, a t-shirt. He's wearing a long sleeve shirt. And he, goes, right. and he goes, what the hell did you tell them, Aaron? The fuck are you talking about? He goes, what did you tell the Lanolax Corporation? I told him what happened. He goes, did you tell him anything else? No. He goes, all right, good. He slices your stomach open. What the fuck? Why? And like actively rips all your intestines What out. the fuck? Why would I do that? So what happened, uh, so this guy, uh, your evil side that came out after you took those pills, he uh, takes over your life. My he, evil side. Yeah, he buries your body... Um, Next to where he, he does it next to a preschool, he buries your body. Um, the kids never find it, no one ever finds it or anything. But ever since that happened, ever since he buried you, every time a dog walks by, just howls at the sky. So, uh, your evil twin uh takes your place. That's so fucking dumb. He starts. Uh, doing stand-up comedy and stuff, but like, like you know, like evil version of it, you yeah. know, or uh, like he'll just like go after people in the crowd and just be kind of mean and stuff like that. Is he funny? It's funny, but it's definitely like a little over the line, like stuff oh. like that. Oh, so um, anyway, so you're kind of remembered as a, a brash, shitty person who does funny comedy. Great. And then uh, about 10 years into the career, uh, your, clone, your evil clone is uh, hit by a bus. I don't give a fuck about him. I'm so mad at him. 
Within a decade, no one remembers your name. <laughs> all right. Well, you go down in history as the most forgettable comedian who's ever lived. Great. That's not true at all. I'm just telling you what happens. Because I, I know some guys. Man. Not anymore, I guess. You fucking died. You asshole.